Luke chapter 8, verses 1 through 21. Soon afterward, he went on through cities and villages, proclaiming and bringing the good news of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him. And also some woman who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary, called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out. And Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod's household manager, and Susanna and many others who provided for them out of their means. And when a great crowd was gathering and people from town after town came to him, he said in a parable, a sower went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some fell along the path and was trampled underfoot. And the birds of the air devoured it. And some fell on the rock. And as it grew up, it withered away because it had no moisture. And some fell among thorns and the thorns grew up with it and choked it. And some fell into good soil and grew and yielded a hundredfold. As he said these things, he called out, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. When his disciples asked him what this parable meant, he said, To you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of God. But for others they are in parables, so that seeing they may not see, and hearing they may not understand. Now the parable is this, the seed is the word of God. The ones along the path are those who have heard. Then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts so that they may not believe and be saved. And the ones on the rock are those who, when they hear the word, receive it with joy. But these have no root. They believe for a while and in a time of testing fall away. And as for what fell among the thorns, they are those who hear, but as they go on their way, they are choked by the cares of the and riches and pleasures of life, and their fruit does not mature. And as for that in the good soil, they are those who, hearing the word, hold it fast in an honest and good heart and bear fruit with patience. No one, after lighting a lamp, covers it with a jar or puts it under a bed, but puts it on a stand so that those who enter may see the light. For nothing is hidden that will not be made manifest, nor is anything secret that will not be known and come to light. Take care, then, how you hear. For to the one who has, more will be given. And from the one who has not, even what he thinks that he has will be taken away. Then his mother and his brothers came to him. They could not reach him because of the crowd. And he was told, your mother and your brothers are standing outside desiring to see you. But he answered them, my mother and my brothers are those who hear the word of God and do it. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. All right, we have a lot of ground here. So we basically <laughs> just read five short little sections right. in the ESV. Like they're all kind of heading off separately. So it starts out with the woman accompanying Jesus. Mm -hmm. Awesome. The parable of the sower, equally awesome. The purpose of the parables, very awesome. And a lamp under a jar and Jesus' and mother's, Jesus' mother and brothers. So all, all great stuff. So... You know, we, I don't even know where to go. I, guess I know, right? I was, gonna, I was thinking we could dive into the parable because I actually have an observation okay. of the women, but that would be cool to bring in tomorrow. Oh, okay, okay. We'll have okay. a little cliffhanger here. Man, people. cliffhanger. You've got okay. to tune in tomorrow. Well, no, yeah. It's not that earth shattering. <laughs> no, it's going to be big. We're actually going to charge <laughs> yeah. for tomorrow's okay, episode. Okay, it's gonna all right. It's going to be a dollar to listen. It's going to be amazing. So let's jump into this parable, which is the, the central uh, 
facet of this passage, we got the parable of the the seed and and soil. Mm. What are your thoughts, Jennifer? Man, this this parable it's like very famous. It's probably one, and it's one of the few that Jesus actually takes the time to explain um, to the disciples. Little cliff notes, right? But um, I don't know. It's it's pretty sobering though. It's a sobering parable, yeah, and there no is a, a sadness and a a heaviness to it, which we know Jesus is never telling us these things to um, condemn us. If he's giving us a sobering, you know, warning, it's because there's actually a way to come back from it. And, um, you know, it's his grace to us. It's actually good totally. to know the ways we can go off track. But um, as Jesus says, you know, well, first I'd say the, you know, he tells the parable and then the disciples are like, explain it to us. And, you know, there's kind of like this little part about people not understanding parables and why, it's very interesting what he um, quotes that he yeah. like goes back to Isaiah. Well, Isaiah, <clears throat> it's a it's one of the gloomier passages from Isaiah. Right. You know, it's not like the prepare way in the wilderness type passage. It's like <clears throat> right. It's like obscuring people's view from God. So right. It's Isaiah six nine and ten, and he says things like keep on hearing but do not understand, keep on seeing but do not perceive, and kind of carries on yeah. in that vein. And yet, so God is telling Isaiah this, and yet the other thing that what Isaiah keeps doing after that is not to like um, obfuscate the truth or make it harder to understand. He literally keeps preaching. In fact, later on in Isaiah 28, um, some people who kind of disdain him look down on him for preaching truth as to a child. Like they kind of like mock him for that. So as we know, Isaiah is not like trying to complicate things. It's the truth. And so it just highlights, Jesus is highlighting for us that it really is the heart that's receiving the truth. Yeah. Um, it's not God himself that's like hard to understand or making it hard for us to understand. It's actually our hearts. So then mm. it's helpful to see, okay, what are the different things that can be going on in our heart? And so, of course, the first one he says is, you know, basically I'd say this is a hard heart. This is like he gives this example of the seed being thrown on a path. I found it interesting though that it's a path, which is very well trodden. And it's not the place that you would. Mm. So, you know, it's not a cultivated yeah, yeah, field, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Interesting. And um, there's a commentator that, um, I don't know, a lot of people reference, Helmut Thielik. Um, you know, I know, right? That's German. first I, gotta, uh, I know, a German guy, you know, back during the um, World War II or whatever, that kind of time period. But he made the point that, you know, it's a very busy place. And like, that, this is a very distracted, like busy heart that here's truth, but it's easily stolen because people aren't even mm. taking time to like, you know, digest it, uh, think about it, whatever. I mean, it's just, they're so busy that the devil is just like snatching this truth away. Yeah. Very hard heart. <clears throat> and then you have the, um, the next heart is the shallow heart, which, you know, this is the seed that's thrown on the rocks and burns up in the sun. And again, it's like so instructive that this is like people who are maybe not interested in Christ per se, but they're, they have like an emotional response, I guess. Mm. Like it's kind of exciting, almost like what we were talking about, like people getting caught up in the, um, like we've seen this in Jesus ministry of these multitudes of people who are all excited to be where he is and to be like, we'll see later, like eating you know, the food that he provides, uh, like the feeding of the 5,000, all that. But then when it comes like really down to it, like 
the take up your cross and follow me, you know, deny yeah. yourself, yeah. they they evaporate. Yeah. Because they're not as much um there for Christ himself as they are for maybe the the good things associated with him. Hmm. Um so basically this is like definitely a heart that's having just an emotional response. Did you want to dive in on any of this? Or you want me to keep going? Keep going. The thorny. Okay. Killing it. <clears throat> then there's the thorns, you know, the seed that's thrown into the thorns. This is like a divided heart. This is really sad. I mean, they're all sad. But I just think people who have a, um, they have enough of an understanding and they've wrestled with it, but then it's like the rich young ruler. Like there's something, mm. they're choked out either by worries like, I'm not sure how this is all going to play out. And so I don't know if I can trust God or, um, you know, they said the cares of the world, riches or the pleasures of this life. But basically saying there's, you know, people struggle with belief, but most of the time it's not intellectual hmm. belief. I mean, you know, issues. I mean, you'll have those people who are like, I'm working yeah. through it. It's like this. Yeah. It's this disordered heart. It's yeah. love. Like N normally for people with the intellectual <clears throat> bones to pick, there's there's something below that. Yes. Because you can yes. you can like counter every argument and they don't just like take up their cross and follow Jesus. Right. So yeah, definitely. Right. Yeah. So it, you know, basically chokes it out. And I think we've seen that I think a lot of times. Well, and with the emotional one too, the one before with the rocks and the thorns, I think a lot of times what highlights it too is the um suffering. When the suffering comes along, the pain, the real moment of dying to yourself and following Christ, when it really costs you something, this is when um, you know, these people fall away. And so you realize the seed had not really taken root, but then finally we get to the good soil. And so this is um, the word landing on a heart that basically responds in mm. repentance and faith. And it's been cultivated. I think sometimes, you know, God, obviously, this is why pain and suffering actually can be a really good thing in a person's heart, like to really break up the soil and to make it more ready to receive. But I think there's also a word to us to like, I mean, I don't know, these are definitely four kinds of people in one sense but also i don't know about you but like i see all of this in my own heart yeah 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 in different areas how i respond to the word totally i, I mean <clears throat> i think what what's challenging about the parable of the sower and that i really like is it you know it it destroys a lot of the neat boxes that mm -hmm. we kind of put around mm -hmm. our doctrines and the christian life and um you know, I, I think that's why it's really interesting that the the vast majority of uh of metaphors that are used for the Christian life seem to be agricultural. Yeah, there there's so much gardening, there's so much farming, uh, and cultivating in the Bible. Right, and you know, I I think like, and, and this is not you know me like, uh, you know, affirming or denying any certain theologies. But it's easy to to reduce, you know, the the order of salvation to kind of like this formulaic, like five step thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, this is it. And once you get through it, you're done, <laughs> and like you're saved. And it, but like this is where the, there's the tension because like it, it's not like salvation is like a relative concept. Yeah. But like there is this sense in which it's something that's cultivated, and that's what Jesus teaches, and, and yes. we're instructed to, you know to cultivate our hearts and, right. and it's why like 
the gospel is not something, it's not the doorway to Christianity. It, it right. is Christianity. Right. And it's like the daily practice of understanding and remembering and preaching the gospel is Christianity. It's not yes. just like the the hall pass into it. <laughs> no. And, and I, I think that that is what is so challenging is like, you know, we, we can all tell when there's, when there's a plant springing up from the ground, mm -hmm. but we don't yet know like what kind of soil that is, you know? Right. And so there is like this, you know, work out your salvation with yes. fear and trembling. And, yes. and there's all this instruction, guard the deposit that's been entrusted to you. Right. And, and so I think there's like a sobriety that comes in this mystery mm -hmm. that Jesus presents here. And, and, you know, and I do think that it's, uh, it's, very uh you know important that this is like the only parable that jesus explains because right. it's uh i think that points to like the depth and importance of it you know, yeah he kinda, exactly like, he the just way. preaches the prodigal son parable and kind of like yeah. leaves it like to yeah. interpretation and uh and so it's really important and then he moves to this lamp under a jar um and you know, so he he moves away from agricultural mm -hmm. and more back towards like this binary light and dark thing. And this is another one of the sayings of Jesus that we see in the Sermon on the Mount, and we see elsewhere. So right. we can kind of deduce that you know this was probably one of Jesus Jesus like go to teaching moments mm -hmm. as he as he traveled. And so you know, there's this language that no one lights a lamp and then covers the light but they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. And then there's an interesting thing here that in verse 17, nothing is hidden that will not be made manifest, mm. nor is anything secret that will not be known and come to light. And that, that is like a really, that's a, that's like a weighty promise that's in scripture. And it's not necessarily right. like the like Isaiah 43 type promise. It's like, right. You know, I, I just watched the uh, Murdoch murders on mm -hmm. Netflix and mm -hmm. which, you know, you've probably Did you know like, he actually graduated same law school class as me. No way. <laughs> no, but my friends and I, we've been texting about it and we're like, but we don't Alec? remember him. Yeah. Alec, the convicted murderer. Wow. Yes. Okay. But we don't, apparently we were not friends. Here I know, right? That I mean, is insane. Is that a reveal or what? That yes. is. That is. Okay. Yes. Well. That's crazy. I know. I'm sorry. You know, anyway. if, you've probably seen it in the news, but it's a it's a really compelling, like, and and basically it's like this family that hid behind their status and mm -hmm. legacy mm -hmm. to like suppress just absolutely unbelievable crime mm -hmm. and immorality, mm -hmm. and yet you know like justice has the last laugh in in their story. Yeah, but you know, sadly. Not every story of an un, of earthly injustice ends that way. That's right. And yet there's this promise that everything hidden will come to light. And, and I think it points back to that, like the soil will reveal itself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, like your hearts will be revealed. Yeah, there's no um, exactly. covering, hiding. Yeah. And I think just again, re-highlighting the weight of this, that this is not something to put off um, if you are feeling any kind of nudge in your heart about you know finding yourself a certain area in your life that your heart is more like say the thorny soil or the the rock or you know wherever you are a hard heart to not stay there to respond and Amen. just that jesus again uses this um the parable like you said he talks about light that we're meant to um 
emit this light, the the light that we have received and point others to Christ and all of this. But he says here that it's um, so, therefore, it be careful how you hear. I, like, yeah, I was about to say that that verse is so important. Right. Take care then how you hear. How you hear. So it it really is come back to the word. And I think we've seen other places like you. It's the hearing of the word and then it's the responding and the doing of the word. Oh my gosh, you cannot yeah. just receive this, um, you know, in church, have a high um, think that's right. I believe that. And then walk out the doors with never thinking about it again. You really need yeah. to be careful how you hear. Yeah. And there's the, that warning for the one who the one who has to the one who has more will be given and from the one who has not even what he thinks he has will be taken away. Mm. And you know, like there's this, there's this warning here. Like if you are listening to this episode and you're hearing these words of God, Mm -hmm. once since that is an amazing thing because God is speaking through his word to you and you will forget everything me and Jennifer say, but like God's word will be planted in your heart. But the, the weighty thing there is that you know, prepare the soil mm. for what is going to be planted. And there is no salvation by proximity. There's only salvation through faith. And faith comes Absolutely. through humility. It comes through a receptive spirit. And so... And faith comes by hearing. And yep. Hearing by the word And of so, yeah. you know, it, it's just a great reminder that it's not just going to church. It's not just reading the Bible, but it, it's tending to your heart and, and, you know, enthroning Jesus in your mm-hmm. heart. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's, there's so much more. And there's so much help just again, as a word of encouragement, because I think if you're like me, you can get like, uh, I, I know there's definitely hard places in my heart. But that that is the prayer um, of repentance and faith is to truly pray and agree with God that this is that you are hard in this area or struggling and ask for help. Like yep. the Lord loves to answer those yes. prayers. Yes. If you ask for faith. He is the gardener. Yes, he is the exactly, gardener. exactly. Yep. Yeah, and so he uh, he's good, and then you know we won't get into all this, but the the promise through all that is that um, even Jesus Himself he he says like his his earthly mother, his earthly brothers, mm. they are not his mother and brothers. It's those who who do His will and uh, and who hear the word of God and do it. And so huh. let's hear God's word and do it, and uh, and just prepare the soil of our hearts um, and. and seek God in that because only the Holy Spirit can can truly soften a heart of stone. So Amen. great word from Luke chapter eight and we'll continue tomorrow with Jennifer McClish. So for Jennifer and Will Carlisle, we'll see you tomorrow on our Daily Rhythm. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.